Welcome to Basketball Party, episode 52. I'm Aaron M. Routson in Los Angeles, California, and with me... Kim Houston in Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome back. Welcome back to the party. Woo! We missed last week, but whatever. It's fine. Um, no. Who cares? Just getting into our stride this season. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Uh... I mean, the biggest news for me this week was all that, all the chit chat about the NBA and the devil's lettuce, marijuana. Yeah, tell me about this. So I did not hear about it. I, you must have your Chauncey Billups alerts turned off on your phone because he was. I mean, I have to turn something off. He was out. True, you got to keep those mascot alerts going. Um, He was out there talking with your boy Jalen and some other people. About how uh, mm-hmm. some guys in the league played better when smoking weed. Hmm. So, I mean, this kind of follows a long line of comments that have been coming out from various people. Steve Kerr, Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, about, uh, yeah. Smoking weed, shooting hoops. I personally don't, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, granted, I live in the state of California where, you know, it's a thing. I couldn't care less if people in the NBA smoke mm-hmm. weed. They all do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think uh, most people have probably at least tried it once. Yeah. Well, it's like... I- like, just in general society true i just don't think i think that eventually it's going to get legal i mean granted who knows given the next four years of our existence Mm -hmm. but it's going to get legalized across the country so like if somebody wants to smoke a little weed whatever who cares Mm -hmm. i just i mean i if it's pervasive in the league, what are they going to do? Fine, everybody? Mm-hmm. If it were Stern, I feel like he would, though. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's interesting because, um, you know, what was it? I think it was my uh, D.A.R.E. officer. <laughs> yeah. Who told me that marijuana was a gateway drug. Oh, yes. This old chestnut. So... So, where I'm going with this is, I mean, I don't think that smoking weed Mm -hmm. is bad, necessarily. Um, And Chauncey Billups is saying, you know, some of the players that he knew played better while under, you know, while while hanging out with uh, our friend Marijuana. Okay, cool. Yeah. So... I think that's, to me, that's acceptable. So, I, I, I guess kind of going back to older times in the league, is it okay? Maybe not necessarily okay. I guess more accepted. Where would be the cutoff for acceptance be? Doing, playing while on cocaine, playing while on PCP. <laughs> Somebody just playing really, while on meth. 
You know, because people get all riled up about performance-enhancing drugs, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, is anyone going to say PCP is a performance-enhancing drug? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, PCP is a hell of a drug. Uh, <laughs> there's, a very, there's a very intense uh, part of uh, the RZA's memoir about being high on PCP. Uh, I, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that... First of all, I mean, I guess we would have to go back in a time machine to be like, okay, I'm sure people did play mm-hmm. on Coke. There's no way they didn't. Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> those, I don't know, those Celtics teams back in the 80s, somebody was doing cocaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But cocaine isn't legal. So this is, I guess this is my my thing about this. In well, a, neither is weed in some states. True. True, but we're moving toward it being it being legalized. And I think that, I, you know, much like drinking or whatever, I think eventually it's going to become socially mm-hmm. acceptable to, to, to smoke weed. Um, more so than it is now. That said... Yeah. I, I mean, I... Especially when it's being used for, like, medical purposes. I, I guess, to me, I'd rather guys in the NBA smoke weed to deal with injury rather than, like, getting addicted to prescription painkillers. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. America's true epidemic. Yeah. Oxy, dude. I watched that episode of Frontline. Shit's scary. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, I found a, uh, a generic Vicodin on the floor of the women's room in my office the other day. <laughs> Did you take it? No. No. I, <laughs> come on. And if I, I see it. pills laying on the ground, do I pick them up and Google them? Yes. Oh, okay. Do I take them? It, it, it's a toss-up. It depends. But no, no, I didn't take that one. Oh, okay. Did you, like, get on the, the team email? Who lost a Vicodin in the bathroom? Please claim your lost Vicodin. <laughs> no, no, come on. Come on, you know me. I I, I, I ain't gonna be like that. I, I was someone. just, like, uh, I was just secretly, like, playing... Uh, who who is uh, riding the white horse in my office? <laughs> that, that's what I was thinking about. Oh, which of my like coworkers... someone's doing some uppers and some downers. You're like, Come which on. of my coworkers is addicted to prescription painkillers? That's a fun game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone has to have you know some kind of game they play at work. Yeah, I I just. Mm-hmm. And this is because of my own personal views on, on, on weed. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like... No, I, I... I just think that it's, you know... Everyone acts like it's a huge deal because, I guess, you can. Because, to, to your point, it's not legal everywhere and whatever. But, like, you think mm-hmm. a bunch of young guys aren't going to be smoking weed? Come on. Even Steve Kerr says it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know. 
to your point, I think it's a better alternative for, you know, dealing with back pain than, you know, again, taking Vicodin on the floor of the women's room. Like, yeah. If you're getting, if you're sourcing your prescription painkillers from discarded Vicodins left in the women's room, that's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. You know. That's a different kind of lifestyle. So, (laughs) not into it. I just, I don't, I I just think that eventually we're going to move towards, I would hope, a league that doesn't, like, stigmatize people or, you know, fine them extraordinarily for smoking weed or whatever. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think we're the NFL or necessarily even Major League Baseball where there's that whole idea of I don't know, sport purity. Right. Where, you know, no one should be doing performance enhancing drugs. No one should be, you know, putting a a foot out of line. Unless they want to hit a woman, that's fine. Oh yeah, You you can beat someone and drag them into an elevator. That's totally, that's permissible. Yeah, you can beat the shit out of a person. That's fine. Near death. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but if you come in here with your marijuana cigarettes, you're gonna be punished. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Be punished. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think I I know the in in the the uh, era of Adam Silver. Things are a little more loosey goosey, mm-hmm. and I think the NBA is more progressive than like an NFL or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know how soon it would happen, but I think that it eventually will. Um, I just think that I mean the NFL's garbage, so they don't yeah. I, they don't know anything. Um, you know, Goodell probably, Goodell is probably like the dare officer, you know? He probably thinks weed is a gateway drug. So. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, uh, I don't know. I just, to me, it just seems like not a big deal. And I'm, like I said, I'm not surprised that everybody's like, oh my god, Chauncey Billups says people smoked weed. Like, duh. Duh. Yeah. And of course Phil Jackson smoked weed. Yeah. That's that should surprise absolutely no one. <laughs> yeah. Um I I guess really the only way that I could see this whole NBA player smoking weed argument as being detrimental to the league. It's only detrimental in the way that Um, It reinforces the really stupid stereotype that your uncle always says at some kind of dinner about about the NBA, Mm -hmm. where he's, like, talking about the purity of the NCAA. Oh. And then, you know, goes into... Yeah. Well, I think it's... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I think it's... Uh, the heartland, uh, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
people who are really into NCAA basketball, I, I think they'll still hold their um, NCAA only will definitely hold their hats on uh, some. Well, you know those NBA players; they do they do drugs, thugs. You know they're all thugs, and by thugs, th- yeah, thugs, and you know, if they weren't playing in the NBA, they'd be on the streets dealing drugs, whatever. Um, I mean, the other thing I was going to say is that I... Oh, I just totally lost my train of thought. I I keep having this thought, and I keep wanting to say it, and then I keep losing it, which is about... Oh, it it's... The thing is, what if people... What if... <laughs> What if after Chauncey Billups' comments, the league determines that, that marijuana is a performance-enhancing drug? It makes people too good. <laughs> you are too good on weed. You're too good on weed. You can't smoke a weed. Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's the thing I wait for, where the NBA declares weed a performance-enhancing drug and then bans it. People are like, I'm just trying to relax. I mean, yeah, I, I think that's interesting. Like, what sports or activities would weed be a performance-enhancing drug? In what sports would weed be a performance-enhancing drug? Uh, or activities, like, I, I, you know. Maybe, um, maybe like, curling? Curling, yeah. yeah, yeah. You need you need to, uh, attention, mm-hmm. attention to detail. Um, I don't know, jewelry making. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think any you know any creative activity, you're gonna have a little yeah, little marijuana, um, a little pep in your step. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, to continue on our, our vice corner, my, one, of my favorite stories mm-hmm. from this, one of my favorite stories from this week is that uh, Jägermeister and uh, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are currently um, involved in a USPTO case about their logos. Jägermeister... <laughs> Ye- Jägermeister... Jäger- What? Hello? No, I just said Jaeger, and I was listening to you. Oh, okay. It's doing that thing again, I think, where it's, like, slightly yeah. delayed. Um, so, Jaegermeister is concerned that the new Bucks logo is infringing on their Deerhead logo, and that there's possibility of people confusing them and or associating them when there is no association between them. Imagine a scenario where That's you, wild. Yeah. Imagine a scenario where you think you're buying a bottle of Jägermeister, but really you're at a Bucks game. Whoops. <laughs> I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Come on. I, I think this is, you know, one of those lawsuits for lawsuits' sake, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
this is Trump's America. So, um, yeah, got to go after that cash. I just don't think that I could see I could see some validity in the idea that people would possibly associate them, even though they're not associated. Mm-hmm. But the whole confusion aspect of it, I find a little weak. Yeah, well, and now now I just want to see, like, a side-to-side. Yeah, which I'm sure the, the internet... Of the logo. I'm sure the internet has that. I'm sure it's different enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, uh, and then... I don't know. I don't know about you, but it's not... I don't put a lot of... Um... I don't care a lot about my liquor logos. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Jaeger does have an excellent logo. So, mm-hmm. there is that. Um, I'm about to send you the photo of the logos next to each other. Looking at it? No, no. I, I... Yeah, that it's a reach. not going to hunt. I feel like it's a reach. Yeah, super reach. Like, and then I guess I never noticed how fucking religious the Jägermeister logo was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Worship at the altar of of Jägermeister. Yeah, uh, I guess that kind of reaffirms, you know, my my feelings on Jäger. You know, are they not positive? It's never, never a fan. Oh, okay. No, never a fan. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, per se. Uh, however, I one of my favorite things is to ask people when the last time was that they reset their Jaeger clock. <laughs> like, what can you name? Can you name the last time you did a shot of Jaegermeister? Usually, people can remember. Oh God, two thousand four. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a significant gap. Yeah, I I am firmly uh, entrenched in the non. I, I don't I don't like the Jägermeister. It's not, be, not my thing. To be real with you, I'll, I don't know anyone who's like actively is like I love Jägermeister. Mm-hmm. That's, but I feel like it's one of the. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, when we were in uh, the heyday of our college years, mm-hmm. Jaeger was the thing that people took shots of. Mm-hmm. But but now now I think that has transitioned into Fireball. Oh, well, Fireball's like you, you see great. those Fireball machines, everything. Fireball's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not naysaying Fireball. But I'm saying, you know, I I think the younger crowd's not even going to know the Jägermeister logo to confuse it with the Milwaukee Bucks. (laughs) They're too busy getting fucked up on Fireball. That's what I'm saying. That's true. They're all doing Molly. Until the logo for Molly looks like the logo for the Milwaukee Bucks, I think we're all safe. (laughs) (laughs) Here, let let me give an explainer of younger people. Youths. You don't know anything about Jägermeister. Mm-hmm. That's your daddy's shot. I'm doing Fireball. Yeah. yeah. That's like 
Mm-hmm. That's like, ask someone who is like under the age of probably 22 what hypnotic is, and I guarantee you they don't know. <laughs> remember hypnotic? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, God, yeah. Hypnotic. The, the blue alcohol for all time. Yeah, it was like, hypnotic was like the evolution of Alizé. So, yeah, I'm sure kids don't really, like... Do you think anybody plays on hypnotic? What do you mean? <laughs> you oh, know, we're oh in the NBA? For forever. In the <laughs> NBA, people... Yeah. people <laughs> I was on hypnotic that whole game. I, I imagine... <laughs> I imagine there was a time... I imagine there was a time in the NBA that hypnotic was very popular. Yeah. Probably around the same time that it was popular in our lives. Yeah. So, yes, I I imagine somebody played, maybe not directly on Hypnotic, but soon after, Mm -hmm. you know, a a wild Hypnotic-soaked evening, perhaps. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do (laughs) do you think people in the NBA have played well on Bud Light Limeritas. How about that? <laughs> you, you know what? Um, that shit is like blackout juice. Who do you think in the NBA has consumed the most Bud mm-hmm. Light Limeritas? Kyle Singler. <laughs> yep, that is, oh, that's a very good answer. That's a very <laughs> good answer. Kelly Olenek. Uh, see, Kelly Olenek, I feel, is probably more of like a, a steel reserve guy. I don't, I don't he know. He also if... seems like he would be like a person to like shotgun a beer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kelly Olenek. Yeah, he definitely shotguns beers. Where's Kelly Olenek from originally? Do we know that? No. No. Let's see. Let's look into it. <laughs> the history of Kelly Olenek. Canada? Canada. Your guess is Canada. <laughs> Let's see. So, uh, you're right. How did you know that? <laughs> he is Canadian. Because um, uh, he played for Gonzaga, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, look at you. This wealth of yeah. Kelly Olenek knowledge over here. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I retain dumb uh, facts from when players played in uh, college. Or for if they played for Gonzaga. Those, are, those ones are always memorable to us. <laughs> Shout out to I'll Adam never Morrison. lose that intensity. Exactly. So, but that, see, Kelly Olenek being Canadian makes me tend to believe that he drinks a little harder than Bud Light Limeritas. True. So. So, so, you know, he does, you know, a shot before he shotguns, you know, his old style. Yeah, there you go. Okay, now I think we're, we're getting closer. Getting closer to reality. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, we'll see what the outcome is of this Bucks, uh, Bucks Jägermeister, leg- like, litigation. I, Personally, I agree with you. I think it's stupid. 
Jägermeister. Yeah, it's yeah. I I'm not buying it. Not buying it. So, what else is going on? What else is happening? Um. Well, you have you have uh, an important update about about something you saw. Yeah, um, so the Manchester by the Sea Minute, um, yep. <laughs> always going to keep, uh, from this point on, uh, our fans up to date on what's going on with Manchester by the Sea news. Yep. Um, I, I watched the film this weekend. Uh, how was it? Um, and I can confirm, um, I, I thought it was really good, um, I feel like it's a movie that you should see if you are in the mood for an ugly cry. Okay, so Matt Damon wasn't wrong. Um, no, I. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, it. Uh, there, there were times where I kind of wished it would uh, pick up the pace, but then uh, they were, you know. My return on investment was uh, more than matched. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you said there was um, basketball in And it. there was basketball. Yeah, there was basketball. Um, I definitely heard uh, NBA on TNT. Oh. Um, in that, in there, yeah. Um, there was uh, a Celtics game on the television that they cut to at one point, so... Okay. Um, was there just basketball, or was I there also confirm. football? Was there also football? Um, I, I distinctly only remember basketball. Okay. Okay. That's good. Did anyone yeah. get a mouthful um, of Jostens? Not that I remember. <laughs> not that I recall. Okay. <laughs> good to know. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. So, although I did hear two old men talking about it at the grocery store yesterday. So. Oh, really? Yeah, they were telling each other it was Ho good. Hopefully you didn't get any spoilers. No, no spoilers. They they were just telling each other yeah. that it was good. That was the big, that was mm -hmm. the thing. So. Uh, yeah, it, it was good. Um, uh, I don't know that it could be something that I could repeat watch. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's not, I wasn't expecting you to say that. Um, I, I thought some of it was really, uh, funny and whimsical, whimsical, um, at, at parts, but, um, for the most part, it, it, it's not going to be your, uh, you know, like Goodwill Hunting, where you can just always, you know, go back to that evergreen because it's just so funny at parts and all that stuff. I, I think this one's much more um, of uh, an emotional downer. Mm. Okay. So to, this is to more... Do, to do... Yeah. This is more in the Brokeback Mountain category. For, for me, anyway. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would put it up there, you know. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. It's like, I got it in me once to get through this. Okay. So it's, it's, yeah, it's heart rending and emotional. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm still, you know, I still want to see it. 
still very much plan on it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I like I said, though, I'm horrible at seeing movies, so the probability of me watching it on a plane in, like, a year is probably high. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah. see. Um, so, uh, my recommendation, go see it, guys. It's good. It's good. Basketball party endorsing Manchester by the Sea. Um, yeah. Again. Again. Yeah. For the for the zillionth time. Um, one thing <laughs> I'm here to endorse is the Grizzlies beating the Warriors last night. Yeah. Uh, rough night for uh, Steph and Clay, man. Clay Thompson had eight points. Yeah. And you know, I I, I <laughs> love that when Clay Thompson plays poorly, he never takes responsibility for it. Yeah. It's always like there's some reason. He can't just be like, Yeah, we had a bad night. I mean, I guess he did say in regards to this game it was just one of those games. That said <laughs> Yeah. Clay. So uh yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, not a blowout, but pretty close. And at yeah. one point, at one yeah. point, it was they were up like thirty points or whatever. It's the biggest deficit mm-hmm. the Warriors have had all season. So yeah, you know I'm here for it. Although, <laughs> yeah, you're you're all for it. Um, that that phrasing, it's just one of those games. Mm-hmm. How often does someone get to say that, like, in real life? Mm. You know, like, you just really shit the bed in a presentation. Mm-hmm. Or you, you know, have a real goof up a goof. in a meeting. Like, a, a real goof, you know? You done goofed. Do you get... You done goofed. Do you really... Can, can we lay people get away with saying it was just one of those games? I think so. Or it was just one of those meetings? Yeah, I, you think? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just, you know, you just n- n- can't get it together, you know? I think it's okay. Yeah. That basically means I'm giving Clay a pass, but I think it's all right. Like, you know, I, I, I feel like that's just definitely something that's said a lot in sports, you know. Just it just wasn't my night. Yeah, I I also think you that know. there's some that the reasoning behind that in some ways points to because of you know, for like if you goofed in a meeting, you can you can prepare for a mm-hmm. meeting and have information. Or not have information. You know what I mean? There's less mm-hmm. chance involved with goofing in a meeting, I, I think. But, uh, yeah. that said, yeah, I think it's kind of a silly, like, excuse. But, I think it, I think it happens. Sometimes you just done goofed. Or you have an off night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I mean, my performance review is coming up. Can I just go in and say, like, just 
This really hasn't been my night. I goofed. Um, I don't know. I guess, I, you, I guess you could try it. See what happens. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not... I'm not in a situation where I feel like I have to say it, it wasn't my night, but I don't know. I Maybe you should just try why it. Why not see try? Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, just... I feel like I done goofed, everybody. <laughs> I done goofed in that I, you know, I... Ooh. Ooh, I goofed. Just wasn't my night. Yeah, I... Try it. I Severe goofed. goof. I goofed. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> I mean, the Warriors aren't really yeah. goofing that often, so I kind of feel yeah. like they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Anderson Vergeau had his first. They're not match. 76ers goofing. Oh, what is what is <laughs> up with the Sixers? Like, at what point <laughs> is this tank mission going to be over? I don't know. It's been going on for so long. Who could say? <sighs> like exhausted by it. So. Yeah. Um. Uh. In the car today. Uh, so. I think there are some difficulties. Uh, in renewing, the. University of Louisville basketball contract Uh-oh. with the Yum Center. The Yum Center, no. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I think they're still in contract negotiations. Blah blah blah. But my thing is, I hope the negotiations just shit the bed. Okay. And we can get an NBA team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it's my complete and total, like, pipe dream. Yeah. Let me have it. It's a pipe dream. Yeah, I was going to say. But um, it would be great. Yeah, it's it, it's not steeped in any kind of reality. But Jason did uh, say, you know, well, what's one of the worst teams in the NBA? And I immediately said the 76ers. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not going to take a team yeah. away from, to, from Philly to give it to Kentucky. You're not going to. No, that's not no. Uh, again, this was a very, you know. This was a. Silly conversation. This obviously. was a Kim's. This tall was a tale. dumb goof conversation. <laughs> you done goofed in that convo. This was a. This was a. <laughs> you know? This was a uh, Kim's Chall Tales type conversation. Mm hmm. <laughs> like that time that you told yeah. me. Uh, I can't remember what the first one was. There was one that turned out to be true, which I think was about the yeah. death cab guy dating Zoe Deschanel. That one ended up being true. Yeah, but I thought with that, I had thought she had broken up his marriage. Oh, okay. That was the tall tale. Okay. The death cab for cutie guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was married and she like broke it up. And that tall tale was reinforcing my dislike of Zoe Deschanel. Okay, you were inventing... But it wasn't true. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, I knew there was a tall tale aspect to this. I was. Turns out I was yeah. right. I did not goof. Yeah, you were totally right. <laughs> didn't, didn't done goof. <laughs> didn't done goof on that one. Um, no. Oh, uh, what else? What else is going on? I, I feel like... Uh, 
I feel like I haven't really been very tuned in to the rest of the league. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, that kind of makes sense because um, I can say this from being an outsider looking in, but um, this year's Cavs team seems like it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, on the court, and it, and it kind of seems off the court. Yeah. Although, here, 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 here's something related to uh, the Cavs. So, them playing the, what is it, the, the water bottle challenge? What's that? Courtside. What's the water bottle challenge? Oh, maybe I'm not calling it the right thing, but it's basically where you try to um, take a bottle of water, you know, like, whatever, a Dasani, and you try to flip it in the air where it lands um, the right way. Sounds stupid. There there are photos. Yo, (laughs) it is a thing that is on Instagram everywhere. Oh, okay. Like, young people, like, yeah. And maybe I'm uh, not calling it the correct thing. That's okay. I I didn't even know what it was anyway, so that's okay. You could have called it the, like... yeah. moose catcher ding dong challenge and I would have been like I don't know what that is and you could have told me anything <laughs> yeah so um uh, they were playing it uh and there's video of it I guess of them uh playing it courtside at Madison Square Garden mm, that's disrespectful can't believe somebody didn't come out with yeah that, that was yeah that is that was, what came out uh, was that the story yeah, oh yeah, for sure. That it came out like that. Um, how dare they? Like it was disrespectful. And I mean, to be fair, like I, I think it was kind of blowout central there at that point, or the lead was significant enough that you know the majority of the starters were sitting on the bench playing uh, this water bottle game or okay. water bottle challenge thing, and. One of the bottles almost uh, went onto the court at one point. Okay, I mean that's and that's not great. That's if you're distract if you're disrupting the game, that's a problem. But mm-hmm. of course, the narrative is like this is disrespectful. Nobody can have fun. No fun. Well, and I mean to be fair, it wasn't. I don't think it was necessarily game disruptive. Okay. It was like at the very corner of the uh, of the court, and they were in the process of like a turnover or something and going the other way. So, okay, all of the movement was getting ready to begin to be going the other way. So it's just they were able to retrieve it in time. I don't know. Um, it, it just kind of, the whole thing made me laugh in that way where people just, I don't know, it's so disrespectful and it's just, I don't know. They're yeah. playing with water bottles. Like, you know. Yeah. All these challenge, all these viral challenges now. I, I can't keep them all straight. Water bottle challenge, mannequin challenge, moose hunter ding dong challenge. I don't know what these things are. <laughs> Sponsored by... Uh, Jägermeister. Jägermeister. 
Um, I mean, this Cavs team is fun. Yeah, no, Which, they're, they're totally fun, and in a way that is, uh, I don't know. It, it seems like they've got a really good uh, team dynamic, and they're they're just doing stuff that is funny to them. And I don't know. It's the last team that I felt had this kind of camaraderie was those. Uh, Late two thousand Celtics mm-hmm. with uh, with Rondo and KG and all of them and I don't know yeah they just seemed all about each other and the Halloween parties and things like that and I don't know it's true you can't buy that kind of chemistry is what I'm saying I agree I agree so Christmas is coming up can we talk about mm-hmm. speaking of LeBron. I just want to talk briefly about LeBron's uh, post today about Home Alone. Yeah. Which was great. Uh, it's a, you know you're old when you watch Home Alone and wonder how much their mortgage is. It's true. That house yeah. is gigantic. And mm-hmm. then uh, the conversation between Kevin Love and Maverick Carter and a few others are having right now at the crib. Like, for real, man, how much money was Kevin McAllister's dad making back then? And by the way, he took nine people to Paris for Xmas as well, mostly in first class. Crazy to think about. Ha, 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 ha. I love that LeBron is still, (laughs) you know, Nike paid LeBron a billion dollars. And LeBron is still like, man, how did Kevin McAllister's dad fly all those people to Paris? He's real, man. Mm -hmm. Staying down to earth. Yeah. The rest of us. That is a good point, though. I mean, you know, I know that there's willful suspension of disbelief, but seriously, what did Kevin McAllister's dad do? Um, he had to have been in some kind of uh, some kind of really shady finance, I would probably <laughs> say. Although I'm sure, although I'm sure it is like explained in the movie somewhere. I just haven't watched those movies in a really long time. Oh, Home Alone. There, there has to be some kind. There has to be some kind of nugget or clue in one of those. There's what three of them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first one I only is like Home the first Alone. One. Two. Yeah. Two is a, two is lost in New York. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Yeah, Fuller, go mm-hmm. easy on the Pepsi. Two is lost in New York. Yes. Which, the best comment about that one is, how can you get lost in New York? It's a grid. Fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and, and three, I don't, I don't even know. I fell off by three. So. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Maybe it was a different kid. Yeah, you know who is in Home Alone? You know who is in the original one, though, as a cardboard cutout? Mm. MJ? Yeah. Of course. Remember, don't, yeah. don't they live outside Chicago? Yeah. They do, right? Yeah. 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 MJ. Yeah. I, I just can't remember uh... the cutout's role in the movie. It's during the time, it's during the uh, <laughs> rocking around the Christmas tree part. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, he looks like mm-hmm. he's a person at home. So, that movie's good. Now I want to watch it. And I know I already told you that I'm yeah. not interested in Christmas, but now I do want to watch Home Alone. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like Home Alone is one of those uh, Christmas movies that are Christmas movies, but they're not really Christmas movies. Yeah, it's like Christmas adjacent. Like Die Hard. Die Hard is... Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he could have been flying, you know, Kevin McAllister's dad could have been flying everyone to Paris for their, you know, their wedding anniversary for some reason. Mm. Or, I don't know. Mm. Um. It doesn't have to be Christmas. Yeah, I get it. I I mean, it could have been Thanksgiving. Who knows? Um. Yeah, yeah. However, if it wasn't Christmas, then we would be denied one of the best Christmas songs of all time, which is the version of Oh Holy Night that's in Home Alone. Yeah. It's like, that version of Oh Holy Night, like, makes my hair stand on end. I don't know why. It's so intense. Yeah, I always felt like it was creepy. It's so intense. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, that's uh, that's what's up with LeBron. That's what LeBron's up to. Besides the fact that he yeah. now hit, uh, what is it, 27,000 points, 7,000 rebounds, 7,000 assists, mm-hmm. which no one yeah. has ever done before. It's pretty cool. <sighs> you know. Everybody... Start the who was better conversation. <laughs> well, as I told you earlier, you know. don't don't worry. The hashtag NBA mm-hmm. rank still has Michael Jordan as the best player of all time. Don't worry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when MTV hashtag does its, calm down. Yeah, it's like when MTV does its best best videos of all time and you're stunned and amazed that smells like teen spirit is still number one. Really? Well, I don't know if that's true anymore, but Hmm. it used to always be true. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't really have too much, uh, too much to discuss. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That Westworld. <laughs> That's not the NBA. Oh, there's no basketball in Westwood. Basketball hasn't even been invented yet. Right? In the time where Westworld's yeah. taking place. Um, yeah. yeah. That show, I need an explainer every time. I don't even know what's going on anymore. At least, this is my problem. I should just watch basketball. I understand what's mm-hmm. going on in basketball. I know how that works. Mm-hmm. I watch Westworld. I'm like, what is yeah. this? What's even happening? They need to have one I of those. I love it. It's such a mindfuck. They need to have one of those, like, Mavericks basketball 101 nights for me, but just with Westworld. <laughs> where someone explains well, Westworld. Well, you know, I. You know, and I, I, I think uh, Westworld is g- genuinely good programming, but. You know, I, I feel like you may struggle with some of the, um, with the, with the sci-fi in general. Oh, me personally? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I, alternate yeah, timelines. Yeah, like sci-fi and fantasy. 
Yeah. You mm-hmm. you the minute the word the words alternate timeline enter into a conversation, I'm like, I'm out. I need I think the other thing that I struggle with, and I I mean I guess your point is correct. The other thing I know I was telling you was that I struggled with so many characters and their different storylines. But that's not Mm-hmm. entirely true. I mean, I love, you know, my favorite show is The Wire, and there were plenty of characters with plenty of narratives on that. But yeah, it's this alternate mm-hmm. timelines and, like, trying to figure out, like, when things are happening. Ugh. It's too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was really into it, but I don't know. I was also a person that was very much into, like, the nerdery that was Battlestar Galactica. So mm. I can't, you know. Mm. Yeah. No, and I. Give me, g- give me, you give me all that nerdy timelines. shit. I love it. Kim wants alternate timelines. I, yeah. I watched the whole thing. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are aspects of it I really liked. Obviously, I stuck through the whole thing. So I had to like it on some level. I just mm-hmm. really struggled with that alternate timelines thing. Yeah. I straight well, up and, did um, read an explainer. Because I was like, I can't figure out what's happening here. Yeah, some of it... Uh, I think there was a little bit more cognitive dissonance in it for me, where it was just like, how is this one thing happening? Why, like, how is this being allowed to happen if all of these other controls remain true so I was having problems with um some of the logic of it but that was probably me being like nitpicky I think Mm. Mm. see I'm like I'm like LeBron I'm watching it and I'm just like how I don't understand this much like Kevin McAllister's dad I was like I can't figure out what's going on with this show it's too much yeah Will I watch? Is there another yeah. season? Yes, I'm guessing. I don't know. I I I, I kind of hope so. I mean, HBO. Although easily... I, I feel like how they, I I feel how they ended this particular one. It may be difficult. Yeah. But but the whole premise of because this was you know based on a book a movie yeah. There was a movie, and so in the movie there were various worlds. So, um, well, I I don't want to get into spoilers on the podcast or whatever, but um, oh, there, there were more two. worlds than just West World. Yes, there is a season two. Um, okay, but it's not going to come back till twenty eighteen, which I, I'm not really surprised by that. Actually, sounds about right. Yeah. So a year from now, we can discuss Westworld season two or over a year yeah. from now. I mean, this show took so long to come out anyway. I remember the initial mm-hmm. trailer for it came out. So I remember there were all these problems and whatever, and it cost a fortune and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it was good. I just, I, it was, it was confusing for me at times. So yeah. Yeah, alternate timelines. That's the biggest, that's the easiest way to get me to be like, I don't know. And I don't like figuring that stuff out. <laughs> I don't like figuring that stuff out either. Yeah. So I need somebody else to tell me. So anything else, anything else about the world of NBA basketball? Um, I don't know. 
We'll have to hang out in uh, Cleveland around Christmas time. Oh yeah, little Warriors, Warriors Cavs Christmas Day gift ish to me. Yeah. Ugh, yowzas. We'll see what yeah. happens. Um, is What's there the... a game there on the twenty third? Yeah, Friday night. It's Cavs Nets, I believe. Oh, good. So. Oh, maybe I'll go to that. Oh. oh. I haven't been to a game in the queue. It'll be fun. You've never Add been that to a game with a queue? Oh. It's no. A buy. It's a buy. Yeah. They play DMX before the games now. It's great. Um, what else is on the <laughs> Christmas Day? You know, I'm. Schedule. Let's see. What else do we got going on Christmas Day? Oh, yeah. Let's talk uh, Christmas Day games. We got Christmas Day. Let's see. Christmas Day. We have uh, Celtics-Knicks. That's the noon game. Mm-hmm. We got Cavs-Warriors. And mm-hmm. then uh, we got... Uh, Bulls, Spurs. Hmm. Timberwolves, Thunder. Timberwolves, Thunder. Hmm. And the mm-hmm. old, the old classic Clips, Lakers. Ah. Uh. Yep. Full day. Full yeah. day. So. Oh yeah, uh, that that was something else that came up. Uh, Pop calling out. Uh, the. The team for not for letting a bunch of errors happen on a road a road trip where there were basically thirteen or zero or something. I, I might be butchering this, so you, you might have to cut this out. But... <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, basically, basically, uh, Coach Pop was like, "Get your shit together." <laughs> Long story uh, because short. Because of mistakes. And they, they've been having, you know, a pretty pristine record. Yeah. I think Pop's just the depressed because Tim Duncan's gone. He's sad. Yeah. Uh, to me, I think it was just Coach Pop being Pop, you know? Pop's gonna pop. People were like, yeah, you know, and everyone's like, did he have the right to do that and say that? And she's like... I don't know. Does my grandpa have the right to like go off at Thanksgiving? Yeah, he's old. <laughs> he earned uh, it. He earned it. He earned it. Like you know, I, I guess my grandpa's not a good example here because both of my grandfathers are dead. But you know what I mean. But like, if I had one, okay. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just pop's you know, personality. The proverbial grandfather. Yeah, well, and, you know, and just, I, I think uh, his brand is kind of demanding success, and, you know, what's wrong with that? You know, don't rest on your laurels, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Fine. I, I think that's a, a great way to be. <laughs> fine. Fine, Pop. Fine. Fine. You know, you know, you, he's not going to be in a meeting and said, I done goofed, you know? <laughs> Pop is all about re- accountability. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, uh, hopefully by the time we talk next, I'll have seen Manchester by the Sea, but I make no guarantees. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, seriously. Like, set up. If you're going to watch it, make sure it's, like, something where you don't have to do anything else after. Okay. Noted. Broke back on <laughs> status. Okay. Yeah. You know. Uh-uh. All right. Well, I'll talk to you uh, next week for another Manchester by the Sea slash basketball party. Always. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Bye, dude. Bye. Rocking around. Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop Mistletoe hung where you can see Every couple tries to stop Rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring <laughs>